0: Hey, everyone, I'm Kendrick Diaz, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring the insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. Today, we're looking at Acts chapter 2, verses 36 and 37. Now, after Jesus died and was resurrected, he spent some time with his disciples. Now, obviously, he wasn't a human being at this point. He died, he was resurrected, and he transcended the human realm. Now, he was a spirit being. And over the course of 40 days, he appeared and reappeared to his disciples, teaching them, instructing them, giving them everything they needed to know about the mission that was ahead of them. Now, one thing specifically he told them to do was to take the gospel to the whole world. The good news, of course, that he was the Messiah, that through him, sins can be forgiven, and that he is coming back to the earth to reward his servants, the saints. Now, in chapter 2 of the book of Acts, we find Peter doing exactly what he was told to do. It was the day of Pentecost, and there were thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the city of Jerusalem. And he felt inspired to stand up and begin preaching. And he was saying to them, look, fellas, you know the man Jesus of Nazareth, who was performing all kinds of miracles and healings? You guys killed him. He was the Messiah. So beginning in verse 36, Peter said, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified. Both Lord and Christ. Now, the term Christ means again the anointed one, and it is a reference to the Messiah. He was the chosen one, the one who was selected to be the sin offering for all of humanity. Now, that meant something to the Jews because they had what we would call the Old Testament. They had the Holy Scriptures, and in them they read about the various prophecies about the coming Messiah. So, this came as a real shock to them. These were the people who were in the mob saying, Crucify him, crucify him to Pilate even when he was determined to let Jesus Christ go. But let's think about this verse for a second. Let's remind ourselves of a couple of biblical truths. First, the wages of sin is death. I mean, that's what it says in Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. The wages of sin is death. Now, wages are your payment. It's what you get for sin. When you break commandments, you earn the death penalty. We also know, because the Bible says in a couple of different ways, that everybody has sinned. Everybody is guilty. God says through the book of Psalms that there none non-righteous. There's no one who does good. No, not even one person. And Romans chapter three and verse 23 says, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So everyone has broken God's commandments. If you've lied, if you've stolen something, if you've worked on the Sabbath and broke the Sabbath, death is your wages. But because Christ died to pay for sin on our behalf, Then our individual sins are why Christ was crucified. So when Peter said, This Jesus whom you crucified, we should really be pointing the finger at ourselves. But going on in verse 37, they, the people who heard his sermon, they were cut to the heart. Have you ever felt a pang of guilt? Have you ever felt your conscience just overwhelmed by something horrendous that you did? Well, that's what they felt. They were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, What shall we do? So being cut to the heart is the ideal reaction, but it's not the goal in and of itself. There's still another step. We have to make a choice on what to do. See, it's not enough to just feel bad. It's not enough to just feel a sting in your conscience. Peter told them, repent. And that's exactly what Jesus Christ said when he began his ministry. Repent and believe the gospel. That's also what John the Baptist said. Repent. That's what God wants us to do. Now, the idea of repentance in the Bible is much different than the kind of repentance you see in many churches. So, we have a booklet and several articles explaining the differences so you can be on the same page as God when it comes to the repentance He wants to see. I'll go ahead and link them in the show notes. But I'll just leave you with this this verse shows the ideal response to the message of the gospel. Yes, we should feel guilty, but that guilt should prompt us to look seriously at our lives and then ask, What should I do? That also should lead to repentance verse by verse is a companion podcast to the daily bible verse blog which you can find on the life hope and truth learning center check out the show notes for more